don't really want to know what Chicago meatpacking really means. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, welcome back once again, ladies and gentlemen, cool yeah, to, <laughs> to Goonies World. Uh, I am, as always, Ryan, also known as Mean, joined by Colin, also known as Goonie. Hey. And Sean, also known as Johnny Farrow. Hello, great to be back. And Zach, also known as the good Dr. H. That's me. That is. And we are returning once again to the, I mean, I would say it's a dystopian future world of Jupiter Springs, but it's not like that bad. It's just, I mean, if you, if you don't mind being forced to work in a marshmallow fluff factory by aliens that have taken over the world. Yeah, and especially where you when, can't say anything bad about them. Especially when you maybe were inadvertently the one back in your childhood that gave them the taste for marshmallow fluff right. in the first place. That's true, but at least, I mean, they're not like going around and like killing people and stuff. But <laughs> to be fair, yet. if they did catch you doing the things that you are currently engaged in doing, it probably would not you go well. You disappear just so maybe like Mr. Haversaft. Yeah, right. that's right. Somebody will have to find out what happened to Mr. Haversheff. Yeah, who, who he got... Uh, Maybe the resistance maneuvered him out of the say, way. Like, our people could have done that. I don't yeah, know. They, that may, in fact, be exactly what or happened. he might be one of the uh, time-traveling vampires. <laughs> and he's like, I'm out. He, he was just, Well, he was in hiding, and then they saw an opportunity to pull him out to bring in more for the resistance. And, you know, I, I just... I, I, I like it out there. It's good. That's yeah. good. I, I like that. I like that a lot. So, uh, having spent the night, I believe, in uh, what was once Plunger's grandmother, Plunger's grandmother's uh, detached garage, the the headquarters of uh, Laser Man and the Ninja and the I can never remember Plunger's Avenging, Avenging Condor. Condor. Yes. Some people would say it has too many syllables, but I chose the best words available. I mean, you could you could you could just shorten it to Condor for uh, brevity. Well, anyone I said who, you should have been called Condor, man. No, that was taken <laughs> by a obscure but but somewhat underrated film. Never, nevertheless, no. Clearly, when one looks at me, the first two words that would pop into anyone's mind would be Avenging Condor. Therefore, I go with with that. It's fair enough. Yes. So you uh, you spend the night um, sleeping bags and on the couch of what was once your grandmother's uh, just like old times right. garage and um, Boomer as ever wakes up bright and early. Uh, yes. In fact, so early it's not bright yet. Yes, no, no, before the sun rises. Does he? I am the cock that crows. <laughs> Does he crow? <laughs> 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 I, I gotta go get the you know the the early bird that gets the um, oh, the, the worms right that's, that's that's what they say that's what you youngins say these days I don't think that's I don't think that's what the of those say. hip phrases yeah. I know I I saw it on a Nickelodeon when I was a kid <laughs> so uh, and not the TV channel because it probably wasn't TV no it was uh, literally a Nickelodeon right. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say it was literally a... <laughs> all right well so Boomer wakes up. Uh, Nice and early, uh, around four thirty. Um, is he then going to immediately get the uh, the other guys up, or is he going to let them snooze for a bit? Uh, so our timeline is that our train is leaving at nine thirty, and we need to go buy Spivey's yeah. first. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's right. He would probably. I'm trying to 
think if, if there's any value in him like digging through any of the stuff or trying to find a, a little bit more information about that this is plungers this is where plunger lived yeah well they find yeah. some yeah. Uh, old pudding cups not the saying pudding factory you know I don't know if there would be any sort of reconnaissance information that he could obtain here about uh, about Plunger that might I don't know. D- always good to have an ace in the you know ace up your sleeve in case you need something in case things go south. Well, I'll tell you, there's thirty-seven dollars and some copies of Swank magazine <laughs> <laughs> that Plunger stashed away um, in this place somewhere. I won't tell you where. But, uh, but it's probably actually dollars and not loose change, though. So that's that's probably true. Yeah, most of it. I don't know. Uh, Plunger. Uh, they did have, I mean, all kinds of walkie-talkies and stuff like that. But you know. Yeah. Yeah. Though there there should be walkie-talkies. Well, there's my. Of course, I, he also had two computers. He had the TRS-80 and the. What Commodore Commodore sixty four? Yeah, was it? Yep. and he was on all the BBSs, all the conspiracy BBSs. Right, I, and I would, yeah. I'd figure he might be the kind of uh, the kind of child that would write, uh, create a lot of codes or something, perhaps. Uh, oh, of course. Uh, and write in maybe like notebooks that have you know codes or or code or code breaking or or just different you know things like that. Well, I do have a, a quite a long list of uh, various. Uh, passwords and keywords to former conspiracy related bulletin boards and so on and so forth and of course the uh, the ultra secret code that uh, Dickie and I invented in uh, what would have been the early 80s was of course committed to- totally to memory uh, unfortunately but uh, we might need to use it again unfortunately if you haven't been to owl camp you would not be able to follow the code because it had to do it with it is based on L calls that's right yeah. I don't know. Boomer's a pretty smart guy. I don't know. I'm not sure if he's, you know, specifically like a lot of avian knowledge, but <laughs> but is he an owl talker? That's what we want to know. Man. I just if that there's if anything's go and if anything goes south and if we end up in a not on the same side kind of situation and if there's any amount of crazy rambling conspiracy talk notebooks and stuff that's more likely oh wait a minute he had a notebook he did have a notebook he yeah he wouldn't have it now he would have hidden it he would have hidden it here i know he would have so yeah totally he had a big conspiracy notebook with like scrapbook with uh yeah you're gonna find tracy in there because she's in there profile uh, on her profile on tracy and uh yeah, he definitely has a... I mean, Boomer's the kind of guy who wouldn't mind having a little insurance. That yeah. would be, like, the Cut. best insurance. There actually is a crazy conspiracy notebook. So, yeah, you do indeed find um, um, Plunger's conspiracy notebook and flipping through it before you, the guys wake up, um, you see that he's already, like, apparently knew Tracy or, or at least met her right. uh, when they were when they were kids. Yeah, and this is information Boomer wouldn't have anyway, right? So it says like next to her picture is like Egyptian daywalker question mark right. underline underline. Chip right. must chip must be warned. Chip in danger. I, I'm surprised he doesn't have a huge like uh, billboard with little yarn connecting uh, the little <laughs> you know pictures yeah. of Bigfoot and aliens and all that. Conspiracy board, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. Well, the severe A-frame of the upper story of the 
it didn't the bulletin board that we had it wouldn't fit right it was really frustrating yeah. so yeah there's probably some schematics in there about uh pyramids made out of straws the early works that oh, led yes. to that breakthrough yeah. oh, and yes. discovery oh yeah and all sorts of stuff about like um the various powers of different geometric shapes and, and things like that. Oh, yeah, as much uh, research on sacred geometry. Sacred and, geometry. And uh, also underwater archaeology, although I don't think that that's in pyramid territory. Plunger is interested in some things that are very real. And, uh, and, and then he wants to believe in all the things that may or may not right, be. Right. You find the evidence of a brilliant but totally home-educated child. Yeah. 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 Well, I might. I'll, I'll grab some of that and, and uh, put it in one of the one of the big pockets of my windbreaker, and uh, just in just in case that could come useful at some point. It or, would definitely. It definitely has huge value to plunger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Never know how this is going to go. Never do. Of course, the government would also love to get their hands on that. Some some interested parties, yes, yes, for sure. (laughs) They already convinced Plunger that that interested parties wanted to... He's worse than Philip K. Dick. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, after that, probably a goal accomplished and just... Hey, you lazy, young... (laughs) Get up! Get up! It's time to go! Jeez, oh, it's just the generation just never... Takes for a second. Plunger has a has a has a you know a, a weird Philip K. Dick moment where just for a second while he's waking up, he's not sure whether he's you know a twelve year old dreaming that he's forty some odd year old or whether he's forty some year old dreaming oh, okay. that he's a little kid in his old house. And then he remembers what day it is and what they're gonna do and wakes up with a newfound sense of hope. And, and, and slap sticky until he gets up. I don't have any of those problems. I know exactly who I am when I get up. <laughs> Do Captain, some touch up on the scar. Right. <laughs> Captain Morningwood, apparently. I in the mirror and I know I'm a killer. That's right. <laughs> Captain Morningwood. <laughs> what did you say? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Put the I mean, he is wearing very tight leather pants. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can hide nothing, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, um, so what time is it that you that you get them up approximately? Oh, I don't know, five, five thirty, whatever it is. You know, early enough that we would have time to do everything we need to do. Yeah. Okay. Well, and uh, Spivey did say that you know he was going to be working all through the night on it. It was you know seven. Eight or whatever when you were over there, so he may very well be done already. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Hey, wait, before we go, I'm going to spend a save and grab our old set of walkie-talkies, chips too, which just so happen to have fresh batteries. Because uh, maybe maybe there's like so old stuff now that uh, they won't be able to listen in if we get separated. Just because I want to have them again. Hmm. The battery situation is is like uh, were, since you're spending were, a, since were, you're spending a save, I will. They allow were energizer. You. They were energizer <laughs> batteries. So as we all know from '80s commercials. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I I think it's unlikely in reality they'd last that long, but I'm willing to <laughs> to let it to let it slide because I would be. I mean, you could go out and get batteries, but I mean, what? We'll just say, uh, spend a save point, it's fine. They have, they have batteries working. Well, I perfected the battery refrigerator. A lot of people don't know about this. But, uh, 
whether that really is why the batteries work or not is immaterial, but I think Plunger did have a mini fridge set up with uh, some extra power unit to it and coolant and thinking he could prolong battery life. All right, so you have three functional walkie-talkies, which I assume you distribute. Yes, and watch, we'll never need them. Hey, you never know. I'm Find gonna, out. I'm going to run away from you guys on purpose, just so I can. Let's <laughs> <laughs> spend the safe point on this, damn it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's too bad they don't have multiple channels. Uh, they might be monitoring this. Uh, Do they have multiple channels? They could. Yeah, channel 9 was our old channel. I was thinking of, like, the real basic kid. But he might have a more advanced... No, he had a decent one. Yeah, we... It was like his dad's or something. Because they do have, like... They're basically like CB radios, you know? You can pick up all kinds of channels and chatter. Yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, it was... The aliens... These probably aren't the same ones you had when you were... Like in the first couple games, because it would be a few years on, you might get some better ones, you know, working part time at Pale Dales or something and, and pick up some some slightly nicer, more high advanced, you know, walkie talkies or, or whatever. Who knows? Right. But uh, yeah, they can uh, they could totally have multiple channels. All right, set for channel, what was it? Nine. Nine. Same one we used to use. Yes, They'll never right. expect us to go right back to the same one. Only an idiot would do that. What is the bullet situation with the guns, by the way? Um, there, it's just at completely okay. abstract. Okay. Just shoot. Never. Don't have to reload. Don't count your bullets. It doesn't right. matter. All right. Cinematic. Yeah. Exactly cinematic. Where I mean, like like in the movies where they literally don't, uh, they shoot like 400 times and don't even fucking reload. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, it's a short walk uh, to Spivey's. And uh, is there any, what, generally speaking, is there a lot of people out? I mean, like, there. Are, this is a future where there are less people generally. Generally, right? yes, that's true. So, probably not. Uh, and it's a crappy old rundown neighborhood. Yeah. Um, and very few people are up this early. Right. So, at this time of day... Um, well, now that we are, we have some notoriety, and uh, th- there is the possibility that people could actually be actively seeking our, our whereabouts. This so, is true. Yeah. Let's make haste. Yeah. All right. Um, well, and, and of course, like the like the factories and stuff, like those, the people in the barracks don't wake up until like six. So you've got some time before, you know. Right. But of course the train doesn't leave till 930. 930, right. um, But yeah, you walk over to, uh, make the short walk over to Spivey's house. Um, And Spivey is clearly quite pleased with himself and happy to see you. And he, he, he holds up uh, three or holds out three uh, Las Vegas passes. Nice. Yeah, here, here you go. Uh, these should be these should serve you very well, uh, and should raise no suspicion at all. I would think. No, your reputation is well deserved, my friend. I yeah, these look these look exquisite. Uh, your your workmanship is is unparalleled. It would appear. Thank you, thank I, you. I've uh, I've been at it for a very long. I imagine time. you like holding the. <laughs> <laughs> the, the card, like, uh, way Oh, yeah, that's... Uh, <laughs> uh, 
uh, um, I, I, I was curious, um, what, uh, what kind of resources would you have available for us in terms of disguise? Oh, hmm, that's a good question. I don't typically uh, work in that arena. Uh, did you have anything in particular in mind? Well, I, you know, uh, especially my, not as much myself, uh, but these two gentlemen are, uh, are probably... Uh, I'm not saying the fuzz is going to be after them shortly, but uh, you know they might be might be noticed that uh, they're absent and that someone might come looking for them at some point. And, We're uh, wanted, dead or alive. Right, that's right. And they're, they're not they're not currently outfitted in the most uh, inconspicuous manner. So um, I see. Uh, I do see what you mean. Um, <clears throat> well, <sighs> I mean, let um, me let me see. Let me look at my look around my closet and see what I got. There's not much I can do with his hair, you know. Unfortunately, there's not much I can do with this nasty scar either that I got from killing aliens. Yeah, was it 12 aliens you killed, I think? It was. Yeah. I mean, yeah, technically it was 12, yes. Um, so he comes back with um, a couple different options of sunglasses and a slightly ridiculous uh, long black wig. It almost looks like Tracy's hair, except, you know, messier. What is it, in that regard, what is, spy, is Spivey, dark hair, pale spy, skin? At this point, it's Spivey's a, bald. Yeah, he had no, a comb over in the old. 80s. So, oh, that's right, yeah. he's old, okay. So we have no concerns about him potentially being a vampire at this point. He no, not he doesn't. He just he's showing none of the telltale. Just looks like an old kind of old dude. Not as old as I don't think Boomer, but right, but right, pretty right. Old. Clearly, despite your vast experience, you have a lot to learn about spotting vampires. Well, this vampire thing is new to me. <laughs> so I, 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 I have a lot of... I'm not a fan of these aliens either. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Aliens first, then vampire hunting. Yes, that's, that is correct. You know, the vampires are uh, responsible for all sorts of great hit tunes throughout the years. But not by their original writers. Well, they appear all over Fluff Jams. <laughs> like volume, volume, oh, yeah. volumes five through ten are pretty much just vampire oh, yeah. contributed material. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you if, if you wanted to to hunt them down for Frank, you know, Williams Jr., you know, I'm sure he would be appreciative, but uh, it may not be. Maybe he's just a crazy, crazy old dude from Tennessee. Who knows? Maybe. Um. Anyway, so you, you get your, you, he, he, like I said, he gives you uh, a couple different options of sunglasses that you could wear to at least, you know, co- attempt a sort of disguise. And I he already has this got wig. my clip-ons on. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Plunger could try to cover the uh, his hair up with the wig. Yeah, I, I'm going to put on the wig, and uh, it'll still be poofy, but it, and it's, it's going to fool nobody, but... You know, Plunger's convinced it looks pretty good, and put the sunglasses on. I mean, and it's uh, enough that first glance won't be immediately recognizable. Yeah, I, mean, I think yeah. that's that's good. That's yeah. good enough. Yeah, that's good enough yeah. for you know some situations anyway. So um, I wouldn't want anyone to think I was a vampire. <laughs> Do you have any motorcycle helmets? Um. As a matter of fact, I just might, and I should be making you spend save points for this shit, but, yeah. 
Spivey's a nice guy, and he did at one point ride a motorcycle. So, um, yeah, he, he uh, offers you a motorcycle helmet. Although it's 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 like one of those little metal like oh. ones with like a spike. On okay. <laughs> <laughs> really wasn't what I was. That's really inconspicuous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it matches the general attire that he's got on, so... Yeah, it doesn't cover my face, but it might confuse some people. people. And it gives you a spike on top of your head, and you never know when that's going to be helpful. It's true, you just bum-rush somebody right in the... It would be more helpful for Mr. Tai Chi over here, but I don't think we're going to get that on top of the wig on top of the (laughs) jewel. Yeah. So the helmet like that, you go like back before. You're not even Nazi bikers. You're like even older school. You're like the Kaiser's bikers. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, Imperial Kaiser bikers. Like, pr- pr- Prussian like Prussian Empire like. Kind of That's stuff. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <clears throat> with your, um, you know, n- the newly acquired uh, passes to Las Vegas and your s- attempts at a disguise. Um, or at disguises, you um, are basically finished uh, at Spivey's, I suppose, and he yeah. wishes you uh, good luck on whatever, whatever crazy mission you're doing for Tracy. Well, whatever. If if we're if we're successful, you're going to be very happy. It's not for Tracy <laughs> or Dad. It's not for Tracy. It's for the whole world. Uh, sounds uh. Interesting, he says, but will not, uh, knows better than to ask too many questions. And that's good because we probably just tell him all about it. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking vampires. Um, so, um, yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. We, you've got a couple hours before you need to catch the train. Um, yeah, we'll just go wait. We'll fast forward to train. Yeah. All right. We can go wait in the house or whatever. I mean, there's... Yeah, waiting at the train station wouldn't be the greatest idea. Right. Just it's easier to be spotted there. Um, I'll go do my Tai Chi in the garage. Of course. Um, And uh, so... Okay, yeah, good good deal. So you you wait in the house for a while and then uh, head to the train station to catch the 9.30 to Las Vegas. And because you didn't show up for work this morning, again, your notoriety goes up by one more. Now, are we aware of this? Do we have, like, some no, monitor or I, something? But you just assume, yeah. you know, and it could be even higher than that, and you don't know, but you know that showing not showing up is, you know, something that's going to catch attention. Mm-hmm. All right. So what? it should be, like, what, four at this four. point? Yep. Yeah. yeah, I have four. And um, it could, it might in reality be higher, um, but you wouldn't know that necessarily yet. But you show up at the train station um, to catch the 9.30, and uh, I will make a quick roll. And um, as you're getting on the train, are you wearing the motorcycle helmet? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> as you're getting on, as you're attempting to get on the train, the guy who, uh, you know, is asking to see your passes, kind of takes a look specifically at you because this helmet <laughs> makes you so conspicuous. <laughs> He's a reenactor. 
And he says, hey, you got your uh, identification there, buddy? Of course. Now, do I uh, have identification at all? Yes. And it, But it says... It says your name and where you live and stuff. Of course. You hand it over. Wait. <laughs> I can't find it. That's strange. Somebody stole it. There's a thief on the loose. <laughs> You're going to have to go catch him. Hurry. Um, I'm not sure what that would be. Let's uh, call that a guts roll. Ready with a karate chop to the back of his neck. Got it. Alright, well, um... I mean, he, you, you don't succeed in getting him to, like, run off and look no, for some thief. <laughs> but you do succeed in getting him to just think maybe you're not who he thought you were. Um, so... But he, he says, you know, you better take off that stupid-ass helmet. Excuse me. We're, we're on the way to Vegas. He got a little excited. You know, it was just high spirits, that's all. Yeah. This is, okay. I'm, uh, Thank you very much for your flexibility. I'm we're, special we're, needs. I need this helmet. We're, we're going to an auto show, and, and this is a, a historic relic of motorcycle history. And yeah. I don't know. I don't see the problem. Well, it just seemed like it might be a a bit of a safety hazard, but... You know, if you want to wear the damn thing, man, whatever. The only person he could hurt would be himself, believe me. (laughs) It makes me look so cool. Does it, though? (laughs) Does it, though? You say as you board the train (laughs) without being further impeded. And the doors close... And you are whisked off in the direction of Las Vegas. Now, it is a long way to Las Vegas. Um, From Jupiter Springs. Plenty of ways to kill time. Or kill something. Aliens, vampires. Cameron. (laughs) I recommend we all get as much rest as we can. Yep. You never know what the next several hours will bring once we arrive. Well, they will bring a drive, but you know what I mean. And uh, several hours later, um, I mean, there's not much to do on the train, unfortunately. Uh, no. I mean, you know, read a book, wait, look out the window. Um, and looking out the window is is uh, a, a good option because, um, you know, the scenery is nice. Um, you're going through the mountains and then through sort of the central valley and then into sort of a desert area with mountains sort of you know so it's 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 pretty anyway um but after some hours you can see the uh, skyline of vegas you know uh stratosphere is very prominent of course um and all you know all the other large hotels in the area and the train uh station is where McCarran Airport used to be, so it's pretty close to all that stuff. Um, and you uh, exit the train station and make uh, perception. 
Hope I do not notice. Nope. I had a one. So was it just Dicky that succeeded? Correct, yeah. Okay. Well, oblivious to this because uh, you just are habitually ignoring these things. But Dicky happens to look up at one of these you know, televisions displaying the news channel Uh and this guy's talking and there's the Chiron going underneath, but then a picture of your face appears next to this guy's head. Then a picture of, uh, MG and then a picture of boomer of a younger boomer actually. So it's not, it's not necessarily quite accurate, but it's, it's headshot from my model. (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps the only picture they could find, uh, on such short notice, but, um, and, uh, unfortunately this pushes your notoriety up. Another point. Oh no. Good thing we got that wig. That's right. Let it ever notice. I think I'm gonna maybe take off. <laughs> <laughs> so you say so you're taking the helmet off, you said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, Thank you, Kaiser Wilhelm. Alright, so you uh, leave the airport. Now, there are automated transport vehicles here uh, kind of at what would have at one time been a uh, like a taxi stand sort of thing um, but there's like a line of these little like electric automated vehicles and you just get in and you can like tell it where you're going any of the like casino resort hotels or whatever and it will just take you there um, of course you don't have like a reservation at any of those places although you could just pick one at random and go there if you were so inclined well uh. we know that uh, we know the pale riders are big in this area so we should go to the bar where they hang out and steal some of their motorcycles yeah do we so <laughs> we know where we're headed but we don't have any sort of lead on how we're getting there yet not really. They kind of told us yeah. that we were on our own, didn't they? Yeah. I mean, they didn't have a way. The resistance um, didn't have a, a particular way f- for you to get there. Um, right. I I'm going to say into the train thing and say, Area 51. Unknown destination. Please select a destination from the following list. And a list appears on a little screen of all like the resorts you got in New York, New York, and Luxor. All right. Is that the pyramid one? Yeah. Yes. Might as well. Might as well. Okay. Yeah. There, Stay there with you the go. Pyramid. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and it's it's on that end of the strip, very close to where McCarran Airport is. Yes, so. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, so it is a quick drive um, to the Luxor in this automated vehicle, um, which, by the way, are free. Um, so you don't have to, you know, scan your, your bracelet or bust out a bag of coins or whatever. Um <laughs> And uh, the automated uh, vehicle pulls up outside the Luxor and says, Thank you. Have a lovely day. Now let's start looking for some transportation, gentlemen. Yeah. Well, now, I will say that it's not a bad idea to try to find some pale riders um, with motorcycles. In a sidecar. 
for the old man. <laughs> right, right. Um, that's not necessarily a bad idea. It might be difficult. Not, I mean, motorcycles are vastly more likely to be found than a car. I can, um, mm-hmm. much more fuel efficient. Don't require you know gas, which is not in plenty great supply. You know, um, so for that reason, they're they're much more likely to. Um, Let's look for a, around. let's look for a car that just arrived here. You know, someone who's going to be staying for a couple days might not go to their car, might not notice for a couple days. Let's steal one of those cars. Nice family car, nothing flashy. Well, that that's going to be not a lot. Very few people drive vehicles, um, and those that do are generally, I mean, drive cars. I mean, bikes are, are more well, common. I forgot that. Right. I think, given our notoriety. It might be a good idea to get off the strip as fast as we can. It's probably not a terrible idea. And it might be possible, I should also point out, um, just to hack one of these fucking automated cars and make it take you wherever you want. That sounds like a much better idea. In fact, let's not get out quite yet. Now, I don't know if anyone else possesses elite hacking skills. I, I'm a very, very <laughs> smart... I'm just going to stop you right there. <laughs> very intelligent man, but I'm not so good with the technology, so I'm not okay, me. Yeah. I can believe it. Well, I I have uh, spent quite a bit of time in my youth doing it, but uh, of course times are different now, technology is different, but I imagine it's all the same basic underlying principles. Let's, let me see if I can just crack into this thing and uh, see how would I do that. Uh, I'll start messing with it and see if I can even see if that's even a possibility. Uh, make an intelligence roll. Yeah, all right. Give me a second here, fellas. Should be some, okay. Yes, makes sense. And that one was over here. Oh well, this makes pretty good sense to me. I rolled a two. Oh, my intelligence is eight. Wow, that's yeah, that's a pretty good margin of success. So if my calculations are correct, so. What this thing has, um, you realize, is is a map, uh, and it's mostly on the strip, but or it's most it's almost exclusively the strip um, that you, that you can sort of pick destinations from. But you're able to manipulate it in such a way that um, and get sort of beyond some safeguards and actually zoom out a ways. Um, and you think you can find, yeah, you think you can basically make it go wherever you want. Well, I know exactly where we need to go and I know exactly where it is on the map too. Well, I'm sure Plunger does. Yes. I know where it is too. Do we have any sense on, on how, uh, so these are electric vehicles, right? They are. Do we have any sense on how long of a trip? They can make? Or? Not really. Mm. Hopefully uh, they're solar powered. Because, well, the sun's going down pretty soon anyway. Oh, shit. Like, as I said, it was a long train ride. Well, it wouldn't be that long. It's probably only like early, af- mid-afternoon. So, no, you, you probably got some time. Um, but um, they are they do have solar panels on the on the top. But there's no, ba- there's no battery indication because what they do is when they need, you know, if, if they are off solar for long enough and you know the, the battery goes down they just automatically go to a you know a charging station charge up and then come back out so um so there's no need for like there to be 
a, a charge mm. indicator or whatever, but but you are able to plot a route <clears throat> to Rachel, Nevada, but it, you can't make it go. It doesn't seem to think there are any roads to the actual facility. Like, and, then, and you can see on the map, there's like this highway that runs through Rachel, and you can kind of see like the line where a road, the road to the facility comes off of this highway, but it's not, it doesn't look like an actual road that, and you can't select it or make the thing we go can't on it. Make a new road, <laughs> like we'll, on the map. We'll get as close as we can. Yeah. And as you do that, another one of these things pulls up behind you. And just as you select your destination and start heading in that direction, someone gets out of a vehicle, one of these automated vehicles that has pulled up behind you, and you immediately take off at that point because you've selected Rachel as your destination. And uh, this person pulls out a little uh, device and, and speaks into it. Oh, great. And then puts it back into a pocket and gets back into some sort of agent. A little vehicle. Potentially been spotted. They could, of course, be the uh, the resistance from the underground. Mm. Keeping our tabs on us, but let's not assume that. Uh, yeah, I think uh, this is a police or some alien... Uh, Informant. Yeah. Well, there's nothing we could do now but to keep going. We'll lose them in the desert. They won't find us. Well, and fortunately for you, um, you don't. I mean, you you, you don't know whether or not this guy's ha- vehicle has the same limitations as yours do, do mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. until recently. But what you do know is that as you're pulling back out onto Las Vegas Boulevard, and I'm not sure exactly what route it would have planned, but either way, you have to get on the strip eventually. This guy gets back into his his little automated vehicle and starts following you. Um, but as soon as you get off the strip, like he doesn't seem to be able to follow you anymore. Right. Um, at least we outwitted him. At least for the moment. And well, let's, uh, let's put this thing at max speed and get going. Yeah, and max yeah. speed is unfortunately only about 45 miles an hour. So it's going to take a good couple hours to get to Rachel in this thing. Did I ever tell you guys about some of my Highlander, the TV series fan, fi- fan fiction? I, I don't understand <laughs> any of those words. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, one thing you could do during this fairly long journey is attempt to um, do a little more hacking of this thing and make a route to the Area 51 facility where none currently, where the the sort of GPS or whatever thing can't currently... I've been thinking about what you said, Diggy. Can we make a road? I think that could be yes. possible. Let me take a look at this. Fool thing. the 
computer into thinking there's a road there by creating a road and naming it. That's right. Bringing their their dark secret into reality. And, well, I got an 8, and my intelligence is 8, so I barely succeeded in my role, whatever the consequences of that are. Um, The consequences of that are that you do succeed, um, but there will be some sort of complication, which is not immediately apparent. We'll find out then. It's worked great, you guys. So, you, you seem to know your way around the, the thingamajabbers there. That's, that's impressive. Yes. Well, I had a lonely childhood. Dickie, uh, Dickie was my only friend until Chip came along. and then You seem like a kid who'd have a lot of thoughts about a lot of different things as a, as a youth then, right? Yeah, like he was an about, obsessive about, journal keeper. Uh, he was <laughs> never afraid to tell you about them all. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I I like to let the truth come out, that's for sure. So, strangely, just as the glow of Las Vegas is uh, left behind you to the south, make make perceptionals. No. Yes. Yes. So... Fortunately, some of you do indeed notice that the glow stops. The glow of Las Vegas? Yeah. Did they just turn off Las Vegas? I save on power. I don't know. I didn't notice anything. What? What? Well, Las Vegas, uh, the lights, they just seem to go away. Maybe we just, maybe there's a ridge or something? Are you saying we passed into nah, I mean, it was alternate there. dimension? <laughs> it was, oh, maybe. But it, it was there, and the lights were on, and now they're just not. I think those aliens are just penny pushers, and they've been instructed to turn off Las Vegas at night and <laughs> kick down the power. And uh, You can keep... get much more power to the marshmallow fluff factories that way. Well, that's yeah. True. yeah, they need all they can get. They probably have just destroyed the dam that powers, you know, the city. Do you want to know bad enough to reprogram this thing and turn it around and go back? There's no turning back now. And I say we just have to focus on one mystery at a time, then. There could have been an EMT uh, bomb. For all we know, they shut the entire system down looking for us. We're trying to shut down power to our vehicle, for all we know. Trying to hunt us down in the dark. Like like animals in the dark. So eventually, you get to Rachel, where there is clearly also no power. Hmm. And you get to... easier to get in at the base. To the location where... Oh, trust me, they'll the have power. The little sort of dirt road comes off the highway, <clears throat> where you have successfully managed to program this thing to go. And it does turn there and begin going, which... Much to the consternation of the people standing there waiting for you, uh, with their little automatic, like electric vehicles, um, and you just blow through their little checkpoint, and that you see them scrambling to get in to these little vehicles. Um, maybe Rachel has some as well, 
tourists from the little alien and the tourist mm-hmm. sites around here and stuff take people back and forth but um they uh you've pretty soon you've left them in the dust gone around you know the side of a, of a mountain and uh you don't see them anymore What's your notoriety? Five? Five, yeah. Man. Five. I just rolled a six. Uh, too bad for me. Anyway, um, so it's uh, a quite a while on this sort of dirt road, which goes around this big-ass ridge, um, and uh, over the like air, area of near the dry lake bed, and you see the facility here uh, ahead of you and I always knew it was here the vehicle stops about 500 yards short of where you told it to go but it still says it reached its destination no actually it just runs out of power completely You know what? That was a fine little machine. That's right. And not a bad uh, hacking job by yours truly, if I do say so myself. Right on target. So you guys get out and begin walking towards... And there's several buildings. You don't know exactly, necessarily, which one you're going to, but perhaps they're expecting you. I think most of it's underground. Oh, I don't doubt that at all. And uh, make some perception rolls, would you? Nope. Got it. I perceived something. And you see some lights in the sky above you that at first look like stars, but they're moving. And they seem to be getting bigger. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? I see what huh? could be. <laughs> uh, if you look right up there, you'll see some lights. You might have to squint. Yeah, those are stars. <laughs> I, mean, I would assume you know that by now. <laughs> no, no these I, are... Uh, they look like they are incoming, and we cannot assume they are friendly. They could have easily deduced our destination. We've got to get underground. We've got to get. We've got to run for the. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lift him up. I'm going to lift up the old man and pick him up, hoist him up onto my back, and run for the facility. Okay. Um, so y- you guys start running uh, for the facility, and you see as you do this, um, a guy in a lab coat step out of one of the buildings and start. Waving you in. Okay. Come on, we gotta get you downstairs. We gotta get you downstairs. He says. As this is a very well organized resistance movement. I'd like to give them red beams of energy begin. Go. Firing out of the sky, and one of them lands right at your feet. Mg. Oh, movie star jump. And one lands right at your feet as well, uh, but not. Fortunately, are not hit. I mean, they're far enough away that they're a little bit of a penalty for uh, the moment. I'm immune to lasers anyway. <laughs> well, laser man, man, get there. Um, run, run faster, run let's, faster. Let's yeah, go. Let's not test that out now. Yeah, we'll just die for that door. All right. So, um, the guy 
you know, you guys dive for the door as these things, and you don't know how long it's going to take him to get down here. But uh, he ushers you into this uh, elevator, this large, like, elevator that looks like, like it could take a fucking jet, like a you know, fighter jet, like, up and yeah, down. Yeah, and probably has. And probably has. And uh, you get on it, and, Along you know... with other things. It starts descending down, down, down pretty far. And he says, what What the hell happened? They cut the power. We're on backup. Yes, we, we noticed it yeah, as well. Yes, they, they cut Las Vegas as well. We think it's our fault. We were spotted in Vegas. We're America's most wanted. That's right. Fucking aliens. God damn it, he says. Well, we're hopefully here to do something about that. Yeah, I know, I know, I know why you're here, but with the power situation like this, we've only got enough in the capacitors to send one. And we can send the rest later, maybe, when the power comes back, if it comes back. We only have enough to send one, so you're going to have to decide. I was hoping to... Uh, giving us a Sophie's Choice, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Well, it probably won't be the old man, because... Well, but I'm the one that uh, needs to talk to your younger whippersnappers. Well, that's true. I just am very uh, worried about your physical... Uh, capabilities. I'm very physically fit for my age, thank you. Listen, I think we have to face the very real possibility that... uh, And he's lived his life more than we have if he disappears and, you know... Whoever gets left behind here... And you hear an explosion up above. ...is going to be captured or dead. So whoever goes better damn well succeed in whatever... I think the person with the best chance of success, it's clear to me, is me. <laughs> I, I, of course you think that. Well, Dick, I, I, here's what, I think there's only one human being in the universe that could get through to a young plunger, and that is an old plunger. Yeah, well, you, I've got... Uh, you're not worried about the space-time continuum I'm, stuff? I'm willing like- to take that risk. But I, but I hesitate to say this. I don't want to volunteer myself for escape into the 1980s while my friends stay here to die. So I think we must draw straws then it's the only fair way. Although I do clearly have the best chance of success, being the smartest. I've been waiting for this. I'm not going to let it just go to, to you or to some old man. I'm the hero of this story. So, yeah, if you want to draw. Well, here's what we do, yes. We... Here hear another explosion. Strong. We're going to have to let fate shudders to a stop. And the guy the guy says, well, I don't know how you're going to decide this. I will tell you one thing. Uh, the least likely to survive the process is probably the old guy. Well, he's played his role. He's played his part. You are the John the Baptist in our story of redemption, <laughs> old man. And remember, you know, it's possible we could send the other two... Later, but I'm not even sure. As another explosion rocks, the I don't facility. think there's gonna be a later. There might not be. We're pretty deep down here, though. It's gonna take him a while to blast all the way down here. So I think, uh, I think at this point, Boomer's gonna reach into his pocket and he's gonna pull out the thing. So he'll pull out his, you know, old uh. snub nose pistol kind of deal. He's like, "All right, this is what's gonna go down here right now. You're gonna take me down to this thing. You're gonna send me back in time, and I'm gonna save the world." And none of yous is gonna get in my way, or else you're gonna meet my my old Russian friend here. 
Well, well, well. So. You've been planning this the whole time. Played like a couple of saps. I mean, we're all here for the same mission. I'm just the one who's going to be the one to do it. What if you don't survive, old man? You could be dooming us all. What if you didn't survive? I've got decades and decades of the highest military training that our great country had to offer. The scientist just said you'll never survive it. Well, he said you'll be least likely to survive it. So, and the, the guy in the lab coat has walked over to this device that looks... Sort of like a, uh, uh, like a cryo-sleep chamber or something, and he throws it open. It's got all these, like, you know, sci-fi widgets and, you know, Tesla coils and shit on it or whatever, you know. It's very, very sci-fi looking. Um, with, like, little alien bits worked into it. Um, and he's like, he says, I don't care who's going, somebody's got to go. Well, looks like he's made his choice. Ah, you know, you stay back now. I don't want to have to do anything that, that you're going to regret. Hold on, I can deduct. I can, I can figure that out. Like, oh, that's on page 12. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking him in Al code. Do you think you can get to... Can you get the gun? Can you get a diggy? I mean, you guys have a gun, right? Yeah, you both have that's guns. That's true. And I'm just going to say without without even going into code, I'm going to say, but maybe he's the one. Maybe this was how it was supposed to go down the whole time. Then that means for me and you, it's the end. Yes, well, the end of this timeline. Maybe. And you hear another huge explosion and rocks the whole fucking place. Uh, make a, a reflexes roll Uh-oh. or drop your gun. Oh no! Ah, I hit it exactly. All right, Uh-oh. so you do not drop your gun, Uh-oh. but the scientist guy just steps forward and grabs Plunger and starts dragging him towards the thing. He's like, "Well, we don't got time for this shit." Wait, wait. yeah, I, I, I'll, uh, uh. And I don't want to have to kill you, I, boy. I was, I was about to let the old man go too, but uh. But uh, now I'll, uh, I'll I'll let the guy drag me because he kind of really wants to go anyway. Uh, well, he and you were just the closest, but yeah. um, so you mean you could try to shoot this guy to stop him from throwing plunger in the in the little. I mean, it's, it's like upright. It's not like he's right. going to lift you up or anything, but he's going to push you into it in the next couple seconds if nobody does anything about it. I don't imagine that I'm going to shoot someone who's on the same side as I am. Just threatening, just threaten them. Uh, fair enough. All right. Well, with that, um, Plunger, uh, Dicky, tell, give those aliens, t- t- tell them to go, t- t- fuck them, and <laughs> <laughs> t- kiss those mother fluffers goodbye. Dicky, I'll, I'll see you in another world. A better world! A better world! Well, you are th- shoved into this thing, and the door closes, and the th- switch is thrown, and... And we fade to black. Except... There is another out-of-the-blackness ringing noise that sounds 
almost like that alarm that woke you up every morning. MG. But it's slightly different. And you wake up in your mother's detached garage. And the phone is ringing. Or my grandmother's. Or your grandmother's. And you just had this really weird dream, apparently. <gasps> but the phone is ringing. Hello. Merlin, this is your uncle Melvin. I don't have a lot of time to talk on this unsecured line, but I have, or this, I'm sorry, on this secured line, but I have two agents inbound to Jupiter Springs. Click. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Now that, that, that's great. Okay. And of course, I know who the agents must be. If you'd like to know who the agents are, go back and listen to the Hard Time and Hardgate episodes. All six of them. Yeah, there were quite a few. Yeah. Yes. And hey, thank you to Zach for coming and uh, joining us on this story arc. Yes. Yeah, well, this is good. Uh, it was good. It was, and it was especially fun, I think, for me, like, since you would listen to them. And so you kind of knew some of the story stuff, right. like, Absolutely. beforehand. That totally made it. Right. Yes, more definitely. Fun. Definitely. And uh, we would love to have you back sometime sure. in the future. Anytime. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Well, with that, I think we will call this a uh, a trilogy and uh, move on to something else next time. Yes, and uh, be careful out there. Don't get uh, too fluffed up. <laughs> <laughs>